welcome to season two of Dick's Picks. Back We're after back. an extended, extended hiatus. <laughs> I'm Carter. Dick's Pick Part Two with Mr. Dick. Hello, Mr. Hello. Dick. Happy New Hi. Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> to start off our extraordinary season two, we're going to go into She's the Man, which, of course, I had not seen before this viewing, um, which is surprising because this is sort of an iconic movie of the, the mid-early 2000s. Yeah, um, it, was a, it was a foundational movie, and it really made me feel like uh, I had a full grasp on Shakespeare. Well, it was coming off the back of the 10 Things I Hate About You. I'm sure there are some other teenage Shakespeare adaptations, but this is one that I felt like I, I knew about it, even though I hadn't seen it, uh, like was aware huh. of Amanda Bynes and, you know, the reputation of She's the Man as an adaptation of The Twelfth Night, one of Shakespeare's greatest comedies. But uh, <laughs> let, let's get into it. Uh, it is She's the Man, directed by Andy Fickman, the notable also director of The Game Plan, starring The Rock. Okay, Race to Witch was... Mountain, also starring The Rock. Yay. And Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Oh. Uh, very distinguished filmography for Andy Fickman. This is probably his best movie, although I do have a soft spot for the game plan. The game plan is, that's not the one where he's a tooth fairy, right? <laughs> I think it's, that's a different one. Is that the but tooth no, fairy? I, that is the tooth fairy one, yeah. What's the game plan about? <laughs> the game plan the, is where he's an NFL QB who uh, has a daughter thrust upon him who is an oh. illegitimate daughter that he did not expect. And he learns, you know, the, that winning isn't everything and that family is important. And See, all the good you... rock themes. The Tooth Fairy one, is it simply called the Tooth Fairy? Okay, I guess so. When I heard you but he also plays an the... NFL QB in that one as well. Yeah, no, he's a hockey player. That's what okay. That's what it is. I, I know it from trailers. I just, the, the rock filmography just seeps in <laughs> and it's just stay, it doesn't leave. The big it's, plot it, point of the game plan is he wins the Super Bowl and he's supposed to plug some sort of candy, but the girl's mom, who is recently deceased, was very anti-candy. And that's like one of her core sort of beliefs is that you shouldn't eat candy. So he, Wait, so <laughs> he denies the sponsorship and the chance to get an extravagant amount of money. You know, so the rock really loves life. roles that revolve around dental health. <laughs> he doesn't want you. Which other one is there? Like well, the, the tooth fairy. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and then the game plan, he's anti the sugar because it rots your teeth. See, but this is before he like started taking himself very seriously. Um, yeah, because that's what he's done now. That's what <laughs> all those jungle books or, uh, or jungle yeah. jungle cruise cruises and. Uh, but he's and, like a producer of all of these things. He has a, a level of power that he didn't have when he was making the game plan. Uh, but either way, uh, I think we're getting pretty sidetracked. <laughs> yeah. We're starting off strong. I think we are. Written by you and Leslie, Karen McCullough Lutz, a JMU graduate. Go Dukes. Really? Yeah. Ed Kirsten Smith, her writing partner. And they had previously also written 10 Things I Hate About You. There you go. There's a uh-huh. connection between the two Shakespeare do you think they, comedies. Uh, do you think they also went to that Shakespeare uh, theater in Stanton? When they were- if they studied English at James Madison, there's no doubt about it. Maybe they cool. even saw the 12th night at the, the National Shakespeare Center in Stanton, Virginia. Cool. Must have been really what a, what a cool stuff with them. 
<laughs> yeah. It just stuck with them so long they decided to make millions of dollars off of it. Um, starring, of course, Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum. Uh, Pre-Coach Carter, I believe, Channing Tatum. Definitely pre-step up. Yeah. I think this was my first int- – I-, I bought some Channing Tatum stock after seeing this. I thought – I'm positive the know, first movie I saw him in was Coach Carter. But, yeah. Coach – I mean – Coach Carter for me was like in and out. I think I just remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson coaching in a high school basketball. The guy team. who plays Spider in uh, uh, old school, isn't it? What you knew huh? the, the Hispanic guy who joins the fraternity. Oh who yeah, gets, yeah, like yeah, tackled. Yeah, yeah. He's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's, it's a okay. good movie. I mean, it's a good I movie. Be- <laughs> uh, released March seventeenth, two thousand six. Fun fact, that was four days before the first ever tweet was sent by Jack Dorsey. How about that? Pre-Twitter. That seems like a movie brat fact. (laughs) Does it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, box office return of $57 million against a budget of $20 million, so modestly successful. Although I think, I'm sure it did very well in VHS and DVD sales. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see this in theaters. No way. No way. This is one that was passed around from high schooler to high schooler, college student Mm -hmm. to college student, and and built its reputation in in the home theater experience, you would say. Yeah. My my sister had it, and uh, I think my buddy John and I were like, oh, I guess we can watch this. Uh, And we liked it, and we kept watching it because it was it was. It was a great movie. <laughs> so the first time you saw it, I guess it would have been 2006, 2007. Something yeah, like that. around then. Yeah. Right. And what was the last time you watched it before for this occasion? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. It's How many times do you think you're... you've seen it? Five plus times? Yeah, five plus times, probably. Yeah, I think so. So there was a period between like 2006 and 2012 where... <laughs> You know, I took a sh- intro to Shakespeare class in college, and I think we were supposed to read Twelfth Night. Uh, Twelfth Night, and I thought, nah, I'll just watch She's the Man again. It's a very George Costanza sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching a lot of Curb, so I feel myself turning into Larry David. So. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. The plot of She's the Man. If you haven't seen it or don't want it to be spoiled, now's the time to pause. Uh, rent she's the man on demand on whichever streaming service oh or uh, yeah it's free I, I watched it for free on tbs with only a few commercials does it come on often on tbs it was on demand via the tbs act okay act. so there you go yeah, yeah, free yeah. modestly commercialed version yeah modestly commercial there isn't really anything too uh serious adult content that gets bleeped out from what i can think of I mean, I haven't seen the. It's not exactly like watching DVD the Wolf of Wall Street on the uh, on no. TBS. No, <laughs> I have no idea what sort of TV adaptations they made. Yeah. All right. She's the man. We are first introduced to Amanda Bynes' character in the opening credits, which play over footage of her dominating other girls playing beach soccer, set to an extremely late '90s sort of alt rock song. Uh, which I didn't discover the title of, but she's got a Roy Keane-like approach to playing soccer, just diving into challenges, physically dominating the other girls, scoring goals, making goal-saving tackles, a true true all-rounder. 
this carries a lot of sort of our understanding of her as a soccer player. We get in like the first three minutes. You think that was a, a good table setter, the opening credits? Oh, I like yeah. it when an opening credits also gives you information. We're not just, it does. We're not just and settled then, back. It, it dives us right into it. It also kind of introduces us to her boyfriend, Army Hammer, I think. <laughs> and definitely seems you know, like an Abercrombie model. Yeah. And, you know, the next few scenes follow up upon her love and dominance of soccer because she, she goes to practice, I guess, the first day of school. Or, and she says, yeah, I think I'm going to go to, what, UNC? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another is, girl is like, you might not get the playing time there. She's like, but I love that Carolina love. So yeah. those are the sort of two foundational elements for her as a soccer player to us as the audience is her dominating beach volleyball. It sort of finishes up with her kicking through a sort of like circular what even it's was just it? a, I think it's just like a little kid's soccer net. Like a, like a, no, no, no. But then remember her like boyfriend goes out for a route and she kicks through, I guess it's like a life preserver or some other circular object. The, the soccer oh. ball. Do you remember that? You don't remember that? No, nope. no. Nope. Uh, that was sort of like the, is the cherry on top. Like, oh, this girl. The intro was really, it kind of dragged. It was a lot of kicking <laughs> soccer balls. And a lot like, of, a lot of her making wipes. challenges. This is uh-huh. the boyfriend like pointing at her. And then like mm-hmm. some aggressive sort of editing screen wipes. <laughs> a lot of that. So I kind of zoned out. You kind of zoned <laughs> out. Well, your mistake. It was, it was one of the more riveting sequences of the whole movie. Um, I disagree. The dream sequence. <laughs> we'll so, get to that. So this is Viola Hastings is the name of the character. The same name as the, the main character in The Twelfth Night. Uh, she is a, a teenage girl who plays soccer for a seemingly private high school called Cornwall. Uh, she and her friends are literally walking to practice with their equipment uniforms on where they learned the women's soccer team has been cut to make room yeah. for the lacrosse team. From what I remember, an obvious title nine violation. Usually you hear of the men's teams being cut because football occupies so much space. You, you hardly ever hear the women's team getting cut to make room for lacrosse. Yeah, they must be somewhere where it's like a soccer dominant, uh, like, cause if they're going to school, a fall soccer season, that's uh, unusual. I think. It's true. It's it's the spring out here. I think it might be California. That's where all of these movies seem to be set. So, so California. so who knows? <laughs> who knows what the private uh, high school leagues of California with their schedule? They're just like. backwards on the West Coast. Maybe it's just year round. It's just soccer all the time. They're a more enlightened part of the country. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> the beautiful game. You do the, be- the beautiful game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there's a, a real fracas between Viola and the boys' soccer team coach who says something like. Girls can't be boys. It's science. Yeah. I, I would have thought that, yeah, I thought they should have put like uh, Joe Rogan in that Cornwall coach role. That would have no. been good. I, I think maybe a, uh, what's it, Rob Riggle? Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle role. The guy they have is just sort of like middle-aged, sort of wealthy yeah. looking guy. It's sort of a non-factor. Like probably like a, appeared as a, a someone like a bit player's father on the OC or something. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Somebody's yeah. dad, like one of the sort of friends dad on the OC, yeah. like allows him to drive drunk or something like that. Is yeah. Sort of fives he gives off. <laughs> um, but not only does she get in a big fight with the coach, she breaks up with her, her boyfriend who's also the team captain and goalie. 
Well, it's because, you know, on the beach, he was saying, oh, Viola. Oh, yeah, you play. You're better than most of the guys on my team. You're better than the guys on the team. And then in front of all the guys on the team, he just he didn't back her up. Didn't back her at all. No, it wasn't a, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. Cause when then she's like, I can't say that in front of them. That's what he's like. So, yeah, you know, probably for us. the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Viola, obviously disappointing, goes home. We learn Viola lives with her mom. Her parents are divorced. Uh, her mom is obsessed with her being a debutante. Oh, her mom's <laughs> also devastated of the news of the breakup. And, yeah. <laughs> Viola, and Viola says, uh, why, don't why, don't, date which, why don't you date him? Which the mom appears to seriously, seriously entertains the thought. It's just like, she's like, mm, I should date this high schooler. That's and weird. Like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe people <laughs> think that's bad. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Viola's twin brother, Sebastian. Which is also the name of the character from the Twelfth Night. These sort of names just sound very out of place in the you know the contemporary world. I guess it's how they like really uh, they substantiate the link to the Twelfth Night is they were like, all right, let's you know let's go off book a little bit, but we'll keep the names. Yeah, but I guess it also sort of suggests affluence. You know, Sebastian mm-hmm. and Viola. Very, mm-hmm. very. Everyone seems to be very rich in these kind of movies. Like yeah. they go to private school, their houses are very big. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> they're, they're, they're much like book smart in that sort of way. They're all in that country club. That's where the debutantes <laughs> they're gather. All debutantes. It's yeah. a very upper upper class white person sort of plot elements. Mm-hmm. Soccer, debutante balls, being in a band, squash <laughs> meetings. Yes. Um, anyway, Sebastian is supposed to enroll in Illyria an elite boarding school because apparently he's been kicked out of Cornwall for unspecified reasons, but he is secretly going to London with his fledgling band to perform at some sort of festival for an extended period um, and gets Viola for to cover for him in his absence uh, by saying that he is staying with their father. He doesn't exactly uh, <laughs> mention how he's going to, uh, sort of disguise the fact that he isn't going to attend school for the first two weeks but yeah he doesn't need to make a plan because his sister very conveniently decides to impersonate him yeah she it's he just wanted her to call and say hey he's got the flu right and then he had already put in place the mom thinking that he's with his dad and the dad thinking it was with the mom so i think you know she really uh pumped this plot you know made it made it happen by becoming <laughs> becoming her brother it's very if obvious that, had, that the the parents aren't super involved in the lives of their children they yeah they're too busy <laughs> yachting and not talking to each other just doing sort of california upper class recreational activities thinking about even, dating high schoolers those sort of things what who even knows what the dad does we just <laughs> at the, he just appears in like at the end is great at the end but sort of classically wearing the sweater over the shoulders mm-hmm. um anyway so she how does she 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 goes to but she goes to illyria because her plan is to impersonate her brother and join the boris team. team beat yeah. cornwall prove to her coach not her coach but the boys coach her 
her cocky ex-boyfriend Justin mm-hmm. prove them wrong for saying girls can't beat boys in sports. So she's really taking this opportunity by the scruff of the neck. What's the worst that could happen? You know what I just thought? Does Cornwall have a girls team? Or Illyria have a girls team? Uh, I don't know, but that wouldn't serve the purpose of, of, <laughs> of proving <laughs> the coach. The boys wrong. Right, right, right. <laughs> it has to be the men's team. She has to play against men. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have some questions about her eligibility that, that we'll get to later on. Um, mm. Sebastian's pestering girlfriend, Monica, I think, is that her name? Monique? Monique, Monique yes. As Monique. We've already seen her mistake Viola for Sebastian. So, mm-hmm. so this ruse is within the realms of possibility, according to the, the inner logic of the story. People, the movie magic. People think Viola looks like Sebastian. I think the mom says something like, he might as well be your brother. So It's only like a four-inch height difference. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, but the magic of her her gay stylist friend paul transforms her into sebastian teaches her how to walk and how to speak in these sorts of things um she obviously needed to work on the voice for a little bit longer because uh, it's it's not what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean she's a dude she's a hunky dude she's Uh, a badass hunky badass dude Uh, she, so she moves in. She gets dropped off by Paul. She meets her roommate, Duke Orsina, played by Channing Tatum, who m- most of the reviews uh, very much focused on the fact that he looked like he was 30 and uh, was meant to be a high schooler. But I have no problem with that. I mean, it was ahead of its time because Euphoria has got 30 year olds playing high schoolers even today. So I can't watch Euphoria. Uh, it's, uh, it's very that's similar much. vibes to She's the Man. They're very, very wholesome and, and family sort of type movies. That's uh, or, that's what I remember program. from the first first yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Duke Orsino is a attractive soccer player, Illyria's team captain. Um, uh, there's an incident involving tampons when they move in, where she can she convinces him that uh, she uses them for nosebleeds, which will. Uh, come back in hilariously comic uh, results later on in the movie. Um, during, during tryouts, Viola fails to impress a coach and is assigned a second string. I think she's lucky that she even made the team. Because yeah, they don't get a terrible tryout. That she was with the guy who probably couldn't run a mile. He was still on the team <laughs> Some too. of the guys, yeah, look like they couldn't even play soccer. It's like a like, cross-country team. They just take everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where the cuts are. Like, <laughs> no, it was just first string or second string was basically. But does is first string just starters and second string is people who don't play? Or <laughs> that's what it like, seems I, to be. And they they handed out the jerseys to the starters. Yeah, yeah. She has some work to do. Well, oh, the, she was very much the, impaired by the, the trying to act like a man and mm-hmm. not being comfortable in her new body. I mean, you know, yep. there were extenuating circumstances. I think um, there were a few too many ladder drills that just didn't make sense. <laughs> Should have been a little more focused on technique where she would have really yeah. been able to, to show how strong she is in that area. Yeah, just put her in the game. Yeah, put her exactly. on some sand. Yeah, just have her do keepy-ups and, and shit like that. and she'll just. Oh, you f- forgot that the coach, does the coach appear? Vinny Jones? Vinny Jones he's appears, great. yes. He's one of the, the actors I was very pleasantly surprised to see in this because I didn't look up the cast uh, beforehand. I guess this is yeah. after her her meeting with the, uh, what First I don't one. know what you would call it, the headmaster, headmaster David Cross, David Cross, who I was also very pleasantly surprised to see. This is sort of 
uh, peak David Cross uh, right after Arrested Development. Um, mm-hmm. We don't really see him in as much stuff these days, but I was, I was no, regretting was in, that uh, we don't uh, when I was watching oh, this movie. You don't watch Station Eleven? He pops oh, up was in, he that. in that. Yeah, that's a good show. That was. Uh, I heard that's a really good show. So really I mean, good so show. Look at him. He's still you very can. much in the the sort of mainstream. Good for, good for yeah, him. you you know it. Yeah. <laughs> what was he on like in the nineties? Mr. Show. Mr. Show. That's a him. And Bob Odenkirk's not the only one that's t- Better Call Saul is great, but no, yeah. Dave Cross is doing stuff. He's and on. He, he's on. He's, he's excellent as the headmaster in this. <laughs> and, I mean, and in the initial meeting, he tells you, "I do everything," and throughout the movie, he does everything. He's he's cleaning windows. He's serving lunches. Oh my god! Yeah, he he's loves the school. He loves Elyria. I think I think yeah. he's a graduate. Uh huh. Uh huh. It was some serious sort of Rushmore vibes from uh from <laughs> the headmaster. Um, yeah. <laughs> where where was I? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Her teammates, including Duke, initially don't like Sebastian because he's very weird and it's sort of like hyper masculine, despite. <laughs> being yeah very weird and talks about women in very sort of strange sort of strange ways so it's like it's like very he, much a, an overreaction for on viola's part trying to be more masculine than she needs to be and she finds out duke is a very sensitive sort of uh understanding mm-hmm. man so, mm-hmm. so she comes across like a bit of a a bit of a, a pig to be honest misogynist a misogynist yes but yeah through her her gay stylist boyfriend Paul, uh, she manages to convince her teammates that she is something of a ladies' man, as her ex teammates pretend uh, that they are her ex lovers while they are eating at a restaurant. Do you say things like Sebastian? Oh my gosh, why'd you leave me? And, and she spanks them and stuff, and it's <laughs> uh, very it's, inappropriate behavior. I don't know, like. And first of all, Andrea says that all the styles are back. All the, really? the styles that the girls are wearing are very cool and hip. While they so were meant to surprised. look sort of extreme in, in the mid 2000s. Yeah, I was surprised by that. But also in that scene, uh, he, uh, Viola as Sebastian dumps Monique yes. in, in the pizza uh, shop. Yes, and, and very, very public and very embarrassing. Public. And ev- everyone is on Sebastian's Viola's side. Everyone cheers when he, he without says, knowing anything says, about the relationship. Yeah, he says, uh, "When my eyes are closed, I see you for what you truly are: ugly, ugly." <laughs> Which is was my sister's favorite line, and she would say that to me all the time. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that would cut very deep. <laughs> see, <laughs> everyone just sort of accepts that his version is true. This is the right. sort of patriarchy that uh, we were very subject to in the mid to early 2000s that we never See, really, I'm, we never really I'm questioned. The, the yeah. <laughs> I think it's the, you know, it's also the pizza shop is just like all these high school kids at their boarding school. So they're all just like, give us the drama. Let They want the show. It's like they're seeing like a Melrose place in real life. It's like a, a rap battle or something. Or, a, or a, <laughs> a roast, but with people's just, feelings and emotions being on the line. Yeah, but yeah. no one seems to like Monique. No, well, she seems pretty. Uh, but you know, we never really get her side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. You're right. 
maybe there's a sequel or like a reimagining. Who who I mean who who uh, how do we even know Sebastian? Her her actual brother is that good of a guy? He seems like kind of a flake to me. So yeah, well he's an artist. So <laughs> he's uh, an artist. He's a fledgling artist who's discovering himself. So he and his poet his way. poetry is enough to woo the hottest girl in the new school. Olivia Lennox is her uh-huh. name, uh, and Sebastian uh, <laughs> gets her as his lab partner which uh, Duke is very jealous of because he's been pining for Olivia, who he considers to be the most attractive girl in school. And wouldn't you know it, while attempting to sway Olivia uh, to Duke's affections, Olivia develops feelings for Viola Sebastian. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, it's too bad because Olivia is recently single, as yes. uh, explained in the cafeteria scene. <laughs> where the Duke's buddies say uh, he dumped her. She's a total mess, really vulnerable, <laughs> confidence and self-esteem way low. And another one goes, in man terms, time to pounce. Yes. That, that's, uh, you know. Predatory. It's <laughs> <laughs> one word to describe it. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, but Duke makes a deal with Viola where if Viola puts in a good word for Duke, Duke will train Viola Sebastian to be a better soccer player. Cue training montage. Bonding. Gotta do do bicycle kicks. A shared mutual passion and love for soccer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the meantime, Coach Dinklage uh, notices this training Mm -hmm. and decides to make Sebastian first string. I mean, he's He's really, he sees the dedication. He's rewarding the dedication. That's just, you know, it's good coach. And Sebastian Viola, Sebastian <laughs> is really uh, putting, putting in, in the, the work. Effort, yeah. Putting in the work and uh, he's seeing. Practicing the, bicycle kicks. Yep. Yep. It's, it's working for uh, Cut to the junior league carnival, the big <laughs> event that forms the sort of middle part of this movie. I was having oh a hard time gosh. sort of understanding what this exactly was. It's obviously a carnival, but I guess this is in an age when carnivals were more common than they are today. Does it look fun to you? <laughs> no, not really. The, the kissing booth is like horrendous. <laughs> I think uh, if, I mean, I think kissing booths were definitely dead by that point, <laughs> but they like. There's a line of like a hundred guys of various ages from it's the maybe the 80 lowest 80 yeah it's the lowest form of prosecute pro, uh, prostitution <laughs> and it basically you know, is. it's just and it's these are children that they're doing it to these are <laughs> high schoolers yes. and there's old men lining up there without that are just chewing on something in their tongue i guess not, <laughs> we're, all we're gum. told is that it isn't gum what could it be? I had a hard time understanding that joke. I was like, what, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. What but is Junior League? I don't understand. It's that. some sort of debutante organization. It must be. Um, what did her strategy, this whole like, Well, this I, whole I don't thing. understand her, her strategy, particularly at this one, because most of her day involves changing costume between Viola and Sebastian. Anytime someone yeah. recognizes her, she changes. Like it must have been condensed. Like how long was she there? 
like one change every hour, change every. It seems like she's changing every twenty minutes or so. Well, yeah, exactly. Popcorn and Monique in the meantime is constantly searching for Sebastian, just harassing uh, Viola Sebastian. Um, But eventually, after an unspecified amount of time, switching costumes. Uh, and not manning the popcorn booth. Viola replaces Olivia for a shift at the kissing booth. Uh, Duke is in line waiting. Olivia almost Olivia. recognizes. Olivia is like, <laughs> She's oh, like, oh you I look sort you. of like Sebastian. Oh, yeah, yeah. I met you before. Um, Shut up. Ju- <laughs> Justin, her ex-boyfriend, sees Viola and Duke kiss for a little longer than he would like and starts a pretty violent fist fight. Uh, yeah. with Duke where they're they seem like they're getting some pretty serious blows in but no, no sort of legal consequences um, we just sort of see him back in his his dorm room right after that yeah uh, tampon in the nose because it works <laughs> tampon in the nose exactly this is this is the callback um, mm-hmm. Duke realizes that Viola is his roommate Sebastian's sister um, I guess he didn't get that good of a look at her otherwise the, the plot would have been up yeah. Was, uh, Duke he, he, <laughs> he expresses to Sebastian uh, at some period, it might have been that night, I can't remember, uh, that he might move on from Olivia as he is starting to like Viola now. And ooh. Viola is delighted because she secretly feels the same way. She also, do you remember at one point they, Sebastian, Viola, Sebastian, that is a the, the soccer players Channing Tatum and his buddies uh, find out that Sebastian Viola Sebastian has a sister which is Viola and they say uh, like is your sister hot and she says uh, she says something like yeah which is weird I Just think weird. I, I remember the the people asking the question being uncomfortable with uh, his response <laughs> and then she's, tr- she's just trying to set him up with his sister it's, uh, I don't understand well Olivia who now has a crush on Sebastian Viola <laughs> asks yeah. Duke out on a date while he's lifting in hopes that it will make Sebastian jealous uh, Viola as Sebastian takes on a double date the borderline psychotic Eunice uh, she's the very same pizza parlor for a double date. Eunice is the uh, band camp girl of this movie. You know, one time at band camp sort of thing, but like. Well, there's a real sort of stigmatization of people with braces in a lot of yeah, these movies. Yeah, well, it's headgear. It's full on headgear. <laughs> Where they're like uh, a little bit like unhinged. She's also a little snivelly, like. <laughs> well, I, they take this, this character just a, a few tep- steps too far. Where yeah. it, it could be like the sort of endearing nerdy girl it becomes like sort of like a violently psychotic well, sexual predator. In that in that gym scene, Olivia had a friend that seemed like totally normal and like, uh, oh yeah, go for it. Oh, you're toying with boys? Like, when did she become this Eunice character? She <laughs> I don't seemed know. normal. I mean, the, but the Eunice, I mean, uh, we shouldn't have had any redemption for it because she's obviously crazy. Well, <laughs> we know what we find out on this date is that Toby has had a crush on her for a while. Well, and that's, they sort of end up getting together at the end. Toby, yeah. the, the sort of anchor midfield player who uh, sort of pops in and out. Uh, he says, uh, here's the quote I have for him that's, you know, I think encapsulates high school. 
<laughs> is uh, he sees Eunice and uh, Duke and Viola Sebastian and Olivia all on this date. Yeah. And the one guy says, wow, Sebastian's with Eunice? Eunice <laughs> must be hot. And then Toby says, how come when I wanted to ask out Eunice, everyone made fun of me? But now Sebastian likes her and suddenly she's cool. Screw you guys. I hate high school. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very authentic. It was. It's just like groupthink. Well, it's like you see the cool guy there. Like, oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. What Which, like, we I, obviously I, I, learned Sebastian gets tail from the whole, the whole, uh, yeah, but is theatrical that production they put on. I guess that, like, Going back to that, how does that endear you to the other bros, I guess? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it was a different time. You know, people, people thought a different sort of way. Like some what worked on audiences. hockey player thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we're just on their side. There's nobody except for Monique that we're really, like, against in this whole movie. And I guess, you know, and, Justin. And Malvolio. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the character you're thinking of. It's the yeah, I'm Festy guy. Malvolio's just an animal. just an animal. He's this creepy spider. He's Malvolio definitely whispers in Festy's ear at night, like Olivia will be ours in her web. Like that's that's what he does. He has a Don't sort of us. like a Game of Thrones like connection to this animal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you may be right. I mean, it is Shakespeare after all. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> totally Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, where was I? Uh, Viola is enraged with Olivia sort of playing with Duke's affection uh, because Duke now has no interest in Viola now that the hot girl at school is, is into him. Um, who, who cares about their special moment, the, the kissing booth? Uh, when Viola finds out the truth, um, she encouraged about Olivia's ruse. Uh, she encourages Olivia to tell this is Viola as Viola. At wait, the wait, sort wait, of, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is at the debutante practice event where uh, Olivia and Monique get into all kinds of fisticuffs uh, because she overhears Over Olivia Sebastian. talking about Sebastian. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and oh. Olivia decides to confide in Viola because she's just so great. Um, mm-hmm. and Viola gives great advice. She says to tell Sebastian directly about her feelings. Olivia's like, wow. She, she keeps saying as a, like a completely impartial, unbiased. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, no has, skin in the game. No skin observer. in the game. <laughs> totally yes. unbiased. She, she yeah. sees things very clearly because of her status. Um, the situation becomes even more complicated as if it could, because the real Sebastian returns from London a day early unbeknownst to Viola and leaves a message on Monique's phone as he's uh, at the airport. Mm-hmm. As soon as he arrives at Illyria's campus, uh, Olivia confesses her feelings by reciting Sebastian's own song lyrics to him and sort of kissing him and just sort of walking away without any uh, interaction afterwards, which was a, an interesting tactic on Olivia's part to say the least. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> she's like, I'll leave you to think about it. Just think about it. Um, Duke, who sees this from a, a bridge sort of overhang, uh, maybe a, a few hundred meters besides, believes uh, he doesn't get a good look, believes this to be 
Viola Sebastian and mm-hmm. uh, believes his roommate has betrayed him. Uh, mm-hmm. When Sebastian Viola returns to their room, the two have an argument. Duke kicks him out. Uh, the it real Sebastian. That's like that's like Channing Tatum good acting right there, right? Well, that's yeah. It's, it's the stuff we would sort of see in Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher yeah. later on the the dark side. Dark when, side. Uh, <laughs> is the kind of guy who's smashing his head into a mirror. Um, you know, we could have seen that in the scene. I think it would have been fitting for the sort of high, raw emotions that that uh, Duke was feeling. Uh, that yeah, Sebastian oh, yeah. betrayed him because with all the time they put in together, he felt they were really like tight, like that was his boy. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, stabbed in the back. Uh, so the game against Cornwall, first game of the season, is the next day after Sebastian returns. Sebastian sleeps in the dorm room. Where does I can't remember where Viola sleeps. Okay. Viola sleeps in Eunice's dorm room. Oh, wow. Viola, uh, Viola Sebastian sleeps in Eunice's dorm room. Sebastian, Sebastian checks into the school, which I don't know why he would need to check in because, you know. He's been there. <laughs> they, they should have him already there. And then sleeps in Sebastian, Viola, Sebastian's room. And he, he very and, conveniently covers his face. Duke is just like, this guy, get him yeah, out of like, my sight. Yeah, we don't need him on the team. He's still second string. I made him all he is. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go to the game without him. Yeah. Not wake him up. Who cares? Mm-hmm. And then it's only Toby who's like, hey, Sebastian, come on. We got we to gotta go to the game. So Sebastian. We need you. Sebastian, real Sebastian, goes to the game as Viola Sebastian, mm-hmm. wearing the jersey and everything. The face paint, which uh, I thought was a little, a little much. Uh, especially if going to wedding and everything. It's very Braveheart. This is, this is their rivalry game. They're going Cornwall, to Illyria. It's basically Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Biggest of the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Viola oversleeps, misses the first half of the game. Uh, the real Sebastian plays in her place. He's terrible. It's terrible. And he <laughs> obviously has no interest in soccer at all. Does she miss the whole first half? She misses part of it and then sort of is underneath like a tower, like structure. Yeah, like a TV sort, tower. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. It's a very big stadium. It's like maybe, this you know, 5,000. ESPN3, you know, <laughs> high school ESPN3. It's like the Sierra Canyon games that they, they put on ESPN3. No, uh, so so Viola's hiding there watching the game. As watching Sebastian sucking. just suck. And... and and the whole team is mad at him. And I guess it's one one, some, right? At half. Yeah, there, there's some one one. Well, it's we amazing they're not down half. more. They're basically playing no. with negative people because Sebastian is so bad. So wait, when does the gender reveal happen? Half is that before him? So half time. The whistle half-time? blows. The no, headmaster. Was... The head. Oh, it might have actually been before. The headmaster, after know, being convinced okay. by. Uh, Malcolm Festies, who uh-huh. you mentioned as being seduced by a spider <laughs> earlier, <laughs> who, who has his eyes on Olivia and has been sort of suspecting Viola to have to uh, Sebastian to be a woman. Um, yeah, I and guess with sort Mo- of Monique, blow the lid. Monique, so the, Monique and, comes with the yes, voice and, Lins, and they join. Yes. <laughs> they join forces. Mm-hmm. Just a nefarious bunch. Uh, and the headmaster who bears no ill will is just sort of, you know, used by these, uh, by these people. 
Um, but so they, <laughs> no. So before halftime, they run out on the field and they say, soccer players, soccer players, we have something important to, to, to tell everyone. Yes. Be- and uh, David Cross with his blowhorn uh, says, welcome, you know, Viola, and <laughs> welcome Sebastian's parents. Because mm-hmm. the dad finally has arrived and he yes. says, why was I called to the school? I don't give a says, shit about these kids. <laughs> right. I thought they were with you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and David Cross says, Sebastian is actually a girl. Yeah. And real Sebastian says, no, no, I'm a boy. <laughs> and David Cross says, no, you're a girl. And Sebastian says, real Sebastian says, I'm a boy. And then Love me Festies. <laughs> Malvolio must have been in Festi's ear and says, uh, should prove it. And so Sebastian gets himself onto the sector industry. Yeah. And then, but, but sort Bidi- of, uh, everyone's just sort of impressed. No one and, is really yeah. in- offended or upset. The, the dad says, that's my boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, this so, sort of public spectacle of, of pornography, basically, like live yeah, action sex yeah. act is just sort of applauded and minors yeah minors. <laughs> yeah people just sort of forget about it like, oh, and vinnie jones being the only one of right of mind says He's like let's play at, soccer you suck at football get out he yeah. takes so vinnie jones takes real sebastian out before half okay yeah yeah yeah. and then they go in for halftime except viola pulls sebastian yes. aside and they switch yeah and then Sebastian's viola, like, sebastian whoa what are you doing and she's like i'm growing sideburns you're an idiot let me go on the team. So Viola <laughs> Sebastian goes up to Vinnie Jones in the second half and says, I Hey, coach, I can do it. <laughs> she would not legally be allowed to go back into the game, right? Why not? Oh, no, Once no, no. You... High school soccer, you can, you can come back on. Oh, you can. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I not, it's, I... no, you can, you can make a sub and come back. That's one of the. I thought I had just found the one flaw in this movie. <laughs> The single flaw in life yeah. of the whole movie. No, yeah. it is. It is. It is sort of weird that you can do it. It's. It's. It's not something that happens on most levels of the game. But no. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. I don't. I. You might be able to even do it in college. I can't remember. Well, she goes back in, and yeah. she is in fine form. Dominant. Unfortunately, Duke. Unfortunately, Duke is still butthurt. Not, yeah, he's. Doesn't he won't pass. play the team game. Yeah. Won't play, won't pass. Yep. Yeah. Sebastian and, uh, explains to Duke that he's actually Viola. Uh huh. Then she like and take off the wig. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's a girl." No. What do they do? They Is do a big reveal <laughs> again. Yeah, they do. No, she does. She takes off the wig, and then they uh, David Cross, and then they all they all come forward. Malvolio and yeah. uh, Monique. He's like, I was right. Yeah, and uh, and Viola she, she flat she goes girls gone wild and proves that she is Viola. And, <laughs> and then Sebastian someone says, "Hey, this is too. a little more nudity than most games, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Vinnie Jones, being a and I guess Duke is a little off car off guard, but you know he's yeah. he's a little bit back on the team side. But he's like, "Hey, uh, if you the can play, you can play. coach is steadfast in his." not allowing girls to play with boys things and tries to call the whole match. Well, I think, I think the real issue is that she doesn't actually even go to the school. The, <laughs> the, the, the gender I think is irrelevant. 
in this yeah. particular case. See, they want he wants them on his team, like Banks and the Mighty Ducks. He's like, no, no, you're actually in our district. This is you're playing for the wrong team. Come on, Cornwall. But but uh, it becomes like a point of pride. They're like, screw it, let her play. Vin- We're gonna beat you and- anyway. Vinnie Jones says, uh, you know, we do not discriminate best on gender. Yeah. Illyria. Good, good Vinnie Jones performance. So, although fouled in the box, penalty, her V ex-boyfriend, some mind games. Uh, she takes a shot. It gets saved. He's like a jungle mm-hmm. cat. Incredible goalie. You might yeah, have he's in her track. head. He's in her head. And who gets the rebound? Duke? Duke, Duke crosses it. I think there's a double rebound. Yeah, Duke passes it back to her, and then she bicycle kicks it. Narrowly avoids the goalie. Mm -hmm. Scores a goal. Humiliates Justin. Justin begins to cry. He's a he has a reputation uh, for being a bit emotional after losses. He's really he's really humiliated for it, which I think is a bit bullying. uh, Yeah, especially from Duke. But but they went. She proves that that women can play soccer just as well as the boys can, especially at the high school level. Um, you know what? I kind of I think it kind of fulfilled. We forgot the dream sequence. I think it kind of fulfilled the dream sequence where she is running around. It's kind of like weird sepia toned, and she's wearing a ballroom dress, playing soccer in the mud, and it's like kung fu soccer. It's like the most and, violent form of soccer. Yeah, ever. they're like they're like pulling people off and. Guys and, are going uh, up for headers and, and cracking each other's elbowing them in the face. And she she succeeded. She could be herself and succeed. I think it was uh, the surrounded by the by men mm-hmm, mm-hmm. beating them at their own game. Yeah. Uh, everyone at Illyria celebrates victory, except for Duke, who is who's heard about being deceived, being lied to. Um. He, he can't enjoy this win because his, his emotions are just very confusing right now. He, he, he doesn't know what to think. Um, Viola introduces Sebastian and Olivia officially. Uh, they instantly fall in love because Sebastian apparently looks exactly like Viola. And she really only liked him for the song lyrics anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Viola and Which Sebastian. Like, those <laughs> song lyrics were definitely like, you know, uh my feelings are inside <laughs> of me and they are cheetahs when i see you they run so fast and i have to catch them with my heart that's yeah. what the lyrics are like yeah it's like ee cummings <laughs> uh viola and sebastian's divorce parents also make up they exchange contact information so that they can be better parents generally uh, be be aware of their children going to London for two weeks or pretending to swap genders for two weeks and go to a different school. Um, yeah. Trying to ensure that these sort of things don't happen in the future. Um, <laughs> Viola invites Duke to her debutante ball uh, through Sebastian, who is now fulfilling his role as Duke's actual roommate. Who knows mm. uh, if they will be friends going forward? Is it possible? Um, will he be attracted to Sebastian? Uh, still hurt. Duke doesn't respond to Viola's invitation. This devastates her. Uh, she thinks she's going to the debutante ball alone. James, uh, the gay friend. Wait, 
the invitation was a up. lot. Uh, it was, was a it was a big callback like to there. It was a, a wheel of Gouda. Ah, because, because he was like, I can't talk to girls. She's like, sure you can. Just ask him a question like, you know, do you like yeah. cheese? My favorite's and... Gouda. <laughs> she tries, he tries to use that on Olivia. Olivia's like, Ugh, what a what a loser. It's not really a, I mean, it's, it's a, not a killer line. <laughs> no, it's sort of a, yeah, like, do you watch TV? It's almost even weirder <laughs> than that. Yeah. Like, and whose favorite is Gouda? I don't think I knew Gouda existed. Gouda, Gouda had a real sort of uh, like a, a big bubble in the mid 2000s. I remember in Talladega Nights, Gouda is mentioned sort as of, part of a cheese sort of tower. Like, yeah. It's sort like when Gruyere Americans were, were discovering new cheeses. So yeah, yeah. Gruyere has, has occupied that space. I think Munster had it for a little bit. Okay. Um, well, I've just been an American and Swiss guy for. Yeah. That's, that's all I knew back Give then. Give me some white American cheese and let me shit my <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> white Amer- some white craft cheese? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, still hurt. Duke doesn't respond to the invitation. Devastates her. At the ball, Viola is skeptical that Duke will show up. She distracts herself by assisting Olivia. They seem to be, to be friendly. Um, Olivia is being escorted by Sebastian. Uh, she, she's very touched when Paul says, steps up to be her date even though she knows it's not sort of the real thing uh, her mother shows up with a dress that suits Viola's no ruffles policy uh, because you know she doesn't like the all the frills that typically go with the debutante um, Viola decides to go for a walk uh, she, she makes a very heartfelt uh, address to what turns out to be the landscaper <laughs> uh, Duke emerges from the shadows uh, and lets her know that, that he will be her date. Viola promises to be honest with him. <laughs> Monique is escorted by Justin. Olivia is escorted by Sebastian. Viola and Duke enter the stage uh, to the joy of her mother. They share a kiss. Ah, that that's a movie, big Viola time smooch. And Duke are shown happily playing soccer together on Lyria's soccer team uh, what? what is this some more in the end we're on a little bit more all-american rejects i think they yeah get, <laughs> got some good we get two all-american rejects song we get the uh, dirty little secret and then it finishes with move along right and some some of that what is it oar love was that love and memories love and memories OAR? didn't you love me yeah pretty good soundtrack pretty pretty of the time i'd say very of the era so you know, as you were describing the after the soccer game, you just reminded me how much that part of the movie dragged. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, let's get it over with. Who cares about the baby <laughs> All right, dragged. She's the man. Did did this hold up for you? Did you enjoy yeah. it as much in this last viewing as you did in in two thousand seven? I think so. I think we Andrea enjoyed it too. It was entertaining. I think there were it, it was hard to view some things in today's uh, uh, social climate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um, I kind of I'm glad we didn't go into what to call how to pronoun Sebastian Viola, Viola. Sebastian Viola because that would have been difficult. It's, for it's me. a him, right? 
Well, Viola, Viola as Sebastian. Is he him? But it's, I don't know. It's not like her inner self becoming Sebastian. No, right? it's, it's a performative he, him. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but See, that's, it's all a ruse. It's, this is, it's a, you know, a gender swap comedy. In the tradition that's why we of, stick uh, with viola sebastian viola no. yeah because <laughs> and it makes it easier because sebastian never becomes oh viola no it never becomes sebastian viola sebastian yes yes, yes. just so, sebastian sebastian and just like the 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 kind of predatory high school <laughs> dude and like really kind of making monique out to be a, a crazy and, shallow yeah, shallow sort of she has some some quotes that sort of display an inner darkness, which is oh yeah, we, you got any of them? <laughs> well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I got any. There's the one where she here. says, uh, "Girls with asses like mine don't go up with boys with faces like yours." So yeah. maybe she is just mean and nasty. But I think you might be if, right. If well, so, that's a that's a very you know patriarchal characterization, despite the fact that it was written by women. Well, Sebastian only dated her because she was hot. And it was he even says thing. that, yeah. She's yeah. like, she's hot. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Here's my question for you. Yes. Uh, is this is this Vinnie Jones' best role, or was that your? Or is his best role in Euro Trip? <laughs> Have you not seen Snatch? Seen snatch. He's great in that. How, how can that not be your first thought? Or gone in sixty seconds? Ooh, gone in sixty seconds. I think good. it's gone in sixty seconds. This is best. I think you're right. He plays uh, <laughs> Sphinx. I think is the name of his character. Yeah, he doesn't speak he's, except he's at the very speak. end when he says something very profound that I can't remember. <laughs> Which is what a Sphinx does. It, it riddles, riddles. The riddle the the, <laughs> the riddle of the Sphinx is something about a baby and an old man. Right, from what I remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, <laughs> what walks on there four <laughs> legs in the morning? You remember it. <laughs> two legs in the afternoon and three legs. Did you just look that up, evening. or you, is that just off? The no, I, I just know that. That's you know, that's <laughs> all over you. the place. Yeah, <laughs> that's some that's classical references right there. Yeah. Anyway, my my questions. Okay. Uh, what grade is everybody? Is that is that mentioned? It's not mentioned. I the, think they say something about Sebastian being like a first year. No. Does that well, not happen? I think they do, but that's crazy. Well, and also like why Duke is obviously like a senior. Yeah. So then if so why are they rooming together? Yeah, that makes no sense. Is there Sebastian, like a system where like the most senior boys are there to like guide the new incoming students? That just... If it's so, Duke system. does not does not take his responsibility very seriously. No, <laughs> seems like they should have volunteers for that. They shouldn't like man. It's like a big brother, little brother. No, that's but it, but what yeah. do you think it is? Duke is a senior, obviously. Then I think maybe it's just his first. I think it's just his first year there. I think Sebastian. She's a junior. They're twins, something. right? And that mentioned they got to be upperclassmen. They're twins. Yeah, they got to be. Well, he's going to like London to to do band stuff. That makes me think like he's like eighteen. Maybe he can you fly done. internationally as a minor. That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, you I'm can trying... like if like a uh, flight attendant like sits next to you and you know like 
walks you to gate to gate. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sebastian seems like someone who would like use the fake ID and like use like legal information with the fake ID though. Okay, they're they're definitely not freshmen. No. They're not 14. No. But they're not I don't think Phil is a senior. I don't think so either. So uh, let's say but she's a okay. junior, Duke's a senior. Olivia, so they're in sophomore, maybe. What what science class do you uh, go into the pigs and the frogs in? Is that for us? Like, it was sophomore biology, year. sophomore year biology. So they're all sophomores yeah. then, I guess. Um, I <laughs> maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's like in a private school, to be honest. Yeah, they might. They might be able. Been. It might be a lot more flexible. Like that's like. You do it like in college where you have to take a science and you get to sort of pick when you do it. And the mm. seniors do the science because, you know, they left it for last. Maybe. But I, I don't know. Another question. What okay. did Sebastian do to get kicked out of Cornwall? Oh, I think he was just truant. I think he was like, <laughs> just truancy. To, I think he was just absent and truant. And he would just be like, um, I don't need this class. I'm going to be a famous musician, blah, blah, blah. You don't think like smoking in the bathroom or something. This is a very abstinent movie. I don't know. You don't really see anyone drink or smoke. Yeah, there's like a little bit of smooching, but that's about it. No, no one ever drinks in this movie. No, there's no like party scene. I I I could see Sebastian being the kind of person who would like show up on drugs or something, though. Also, like, like he, he's wearing schools. like he's wearing sunglasses in class and stuff like that. It, you know, <laughs> I just, you know what? I heard about a private school. I had a college friend who he went to private school and he said that they would soak tampons in vodka and then put them up their butts <laughs> to be drunk during school. So that would have been. I don't the know could get into that. I don't know if it would have fit into the plot, but that would have been a much better excuse for Sebastian <laughs> to have all those tampons. <laughs> definitely would have made him seem cooler to other high school. Yeah, that would have definitely. <laughs> like, oh, what a badass. He's getting drunk at school. Hey, and I hey, could imagine Sebastian doing that. See, I, yeah. it seems like he's like the kind of kid who would just like, who knows what he gets out for. Any variety of things. He might have been smoking yeah. in the bathroom, might have been like pulling fire. He definitely seems like a chronic fire alarm puller. Yeah, um. I, I, bad kid, <laughs> or just he's just too driven by whatever by music. But he's yeah, like he's, he's like the the artist whose who sort of emotions overpower all aspects, and he, he just <laughs> <laughs> just acts. He just does things. Yeah, very uh, fire. So how long does he last at Illyria? Does he kicked out get kicked out of there too? I don't think he cares because he's <laughs> banned. But they he is to like going to school. Encore. He's he's sleeping there at least. Or do yeah. you think he just drops out like the next week? I think next week he drops out. He like does something to get kicked out. And his parents are like, that's it. We're not paying for anymore. And he's like, great. That's going to move to New York. Um, yeah. Well, I think, well, I think Olivia is going to keep him there. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Olivia's, she's dating a college guy at the beginning. So she's got to like be from, a senior, uh, right? What's the, what's the bring it on? In that a plot point, she's dating a college guy. I don't remember. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean she's a senior. Um, well, she could be. Okay, so a senior dating a freshman. No, it's little, probably not a freshman. Not probably not a freshman. So she's a sophomore. I think. Then, I think she's a junior. Guy. I think. 
I think you I think, think a junior is a junior. Yeah, it's the. I don't think these yet. people are seniors. They're never. They're not really talking about college, except for um, at the beginning. The old, about playing for UNC, but you know, you talk about playing for a college team at any sort of point. You could be an eighth grader being like, "I want to play for Kentucky or something." So yeah, I don't yeah. think that's like a big clue. Um, no. Dang. <laughs> all right. So why is Viola allowed to play for Illyria at the end of the movie? Like after the game against Cornwall, she's still playing for Illyria. Does she transfer to Illyria? Yeah, for sure. Like during think, the school year? I think so. Is that she allowed? Definitely... You can just sort of like, I'm here one day and there the next. I think, I don't think the uh, Cornwall will refund the parents for the semester, but I think <laughs> no, that... they definitely wouldn't. I think that you know those that she schools, does she does transfer. You think? Yeah, for sure. She's like Alaria is where I feel home, mm-hmm. and she plays for the men's team. I guess moving forward. Yeah, she really kind of ditched all her girls' team squad. She just—it's <laughs> true. She wasn't even like. Well, do you think they team. restore the women's team at Cornwall? Or no, definitely not. <laughs> So I guess she has to transfer, but I guess she could play for the men's team at Cornwall. Yeah, they probably need her now. <laughs> probably. She's like, oh, she's pretty good. But that um, would be, you know, kind of tough, just like bringing Banks onto the Mighty Ducks, you know? You yeah, got to get through it, the grown Yeah, games. people get upset about it. They're like, he's mm-hmm. taking my spot. Um, mm-hmm. Does Viola end up going to UNC? No. Does she ever make the U.S. women's national team? No. So she isn't on the 2015 World Cup squad. Wait, is she? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Because <laughs> she seems like sort of next level. Like she is like one of the best. Like she's like Alex hmm. Morgan good. Looking I back, know. I think it would have been better if Alex Morgan was in this role. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Amanda Bynes is funny. You think Alex Morgan could have done the Viola Sebastian Viola? I don't sure. know. <laughs> sure. Probably as good as Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I, think, I think Amanda Bynes was, was funny in it. Obviously, it was a little extra, but that's sort of the purpose of the, the cross-gender comedy. Man, did you, did you delve into where is Amanda Bynes now uh, in your research? Just sort, just sort, sort of uh, by the by. Not really... Oh, Not really any sort of specific Googling. Andrea was Googling as we were watching. and is she it, was Is it in, troubling? It's, uh, well, it wasn't just asking Drake to murder her pussy. She wow. also uh, is, I guess she's in a conservatorship now. And she thinks that her dad put a microchip in her brain. Well, it's certainly so, possible. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not, not great. I wonder how, what Keenan thinks of it. Or Cal. Or Cal. <laughs> or those other ones. Or Gee Buttersnap. <laughs> or Josh Peck. Jo- he wasn't in all that, was he? Wasn't he? I think I don't I think he's a younger guy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, what kind of music does Sebastian's band play? Is it like a my chemical romance? Definitely, like an all-American rejects OAR. Blink one eighty two. Well, well uh, OAR and and uh, My Chemical Romance are pretty different. So, w- is it more like bro rock or 
like I think bro kid. rock. You don't think like, it's like emo kid? Him. He's got look an emo him. haircut. Does he? He just kind of has a bowl cut. He just has like a bro bowl cut. It's for like frat rock. Yeah, it kind of like widespread panic. You ever watch that MTV football show about Hoover? That's kind of oh yeah. That's kind of like what his hair looks like. That the one that they all have in. I guess it's sort of like Bieber, Bieberish. Yeah, Bieber, but with a a guitar. So you think it's like sort of OAR type stuff, not like Metro Station Shake It or something like that. (laughs) No. Or red jumpsuit apparatus. No, no, no. <laughs> Face down. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I think maybe a yellow card type sound. Well, yeah. Okay. Yellow card. That's a good like meeting in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's not necessarily OAR or My Chemical Romance. I guess Hoobastank would be a little too screaming. Too yeah. Hard probably not account. like a good Charlotte either. No, good Charlotte. Way too. That's too hard. <laughs> I think, I think yellow card. It's sort of exactly what his, his sort of music is. And like a Jack Johnson yellow card. He, he's like... No, 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 I think he's got some like Jack Johnson like when they're doing the live set you know, the band leaves and he's just out there with his acoustic. Yeah. He's like, it's thing. me time. It's Sebastian time. <laughs> Sebastian time. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Duke, obviously, big big Chelsea fan. Uh, he's got posters of Frank Lampard up on the wall which which tickled me to, to a great extent. Uh, Wasn't Lampard a defenseman? Lampard is an attacking midfielder. You're thinking of Terry. Oh, okay. JT, okay. John Terry. Uh, does Duke end up playing in the Premier League? No. In the Premier League? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he like Clint Dempsey? Is he that sort of level? He can uh, he can he can score a bicycle kick. I don't I mean, and he can also ride a Ducati. That was funny. He's like a big motorcycle guy. The first time I saw him in the motorcycle jacket, I was like, what a try-hard loser. And I was like, oh my god, he actually drives a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Very unusual seems... for a high school student. Very. Very unusual. <laughs> like, you're not picking anyone else up to go to school if you got a motorcycle. You're a real lone wolf. It's true, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he is Does he play in college? Does he play in college? Sure. Does he get a scholarship to an ACC sure. school? Does he go to no. Maryland? No. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe like uh, he's like a Arizona CAA State. level. He plays for like George Mason. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so you think he's like uh, good, but not great. Yeah, I think Duke. I think he's special. I think he could end up playing overseas. Maybe at like a championship level. Like do you think Justin could play? Or do you, I think Justin, like, uh, I mean, American goalies had a real stretch in the Premier League. I think he had a chance. Like, I mean, to be to be fair, you think he's better only, than Duke? Toby is the best player on the field by far. <laughs> Toby is the only one. Toby obviously who, is going to play in the Premier League. I'm, I didn't look it up, but I'm sure he actually, he actually played. played. It's like the kids' Hoosiers. Sure. Yes. I'm gonna look that up, but he's the one who who made it. Toby made it. Toby ended up playing for Aston Villa. A hundred percent. While you were looking it up, in keeping with your internet research, uh, we will move on to the best of Wikipedia, which was a uh, a little more threadbare than I would have liked. Um, I have three nuggets. Uh, the first one is Tatum had been chosen at Bynes insistence as she felt that he would be received well by audiences. She told Paper Magazine in 2018 
I totally fought for Channing in that movie because he wasn't famous yet. He just done a Mountain Dew commercial, and I was like, "This guy's a star. Every girl will love him." But the producers were like, "He's so much older than all of you." And I was like, "It doesn't matter. Trust me." Obviously, Bynes was was correct. Obviously, and in my quick research, Toby, just an actor. Canadian well, he's actor. extremely convincing. Yeah. Uh, Looks like he good for work. <laughs> well, he was the sort of classic pivot. He had a great half yeah. turn where he would he would take the pass from the center back, turn, get the eyes up, and and make the pass forward. So if yep. you can do that, you can make it. Um, in order to prepare for the role, as it was her first time playing a role of the opposite sex, Bynes and the director observed nails at a shopping mall. Well, there was a scene where she in the movie. Is doing that sort of walking like a man walking right behind them (laughs) totally totally unnoticed Mm -hmm. um and a winner of three teen choice awards uh best comedy best breakthrough performance for channing tatum and best uh lip lock is the name of the category oh yeah that must have been the finale the 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 finale kiss Mm mm-hmm uh, so further, internet research, best of IMDb trivia, uh, the, the great resource that apparently anyone can contribute to. Uh, Viola is apparently offside when she nets the game winner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't go back to check this, but it's definitely possible that she was in front of Duke when he made the pass. I mean, I think they don't have VAR back then. So <laughs> Although the stadium was big enough to have those sort of resources. Yeah, yeah. In <laughs> uh, the double date scene, as Eunice is sitting down, Amanda Bynes ad-libs the phrase Lady Pterodactyl. In fact, most outbursts were improvised, like David Cross inviting Sebastian to, quote, have a nice apple and sandwich. David Cross is great. Uh, <laughs> how about the one part where uh, Sebastian Viola is walking uh, walking around talking to her mom on the phone as Viola dressed as Sebastian and, <laughs> and she's like, Cross, like perfectly reasonable behavior <laughs> yeah and she's like no mom I will not wear high heels it's the male's way of oppressing him and you making sure we can't run away mm-hmm. and then David Cross goes have you ever tried to run in high heels it's very difficult, very difficult. <laughs> uh, apparently the song playing during the double date sequence between Viola, Sebastian, Eunice, Duke, and Olivia is one of Sebastian's songs. No. Olivia reads the lyrics of the song out loud the first time she and Viola work as lab partners. And later she recites the same lyrics to the real Sebastian. I haven't fact checked this, obviously. Whoa. But it's hard to believe. How did you check it? I couldn't. It's just IMDb trivia. I guess I guess we would have to watch the scene and listen very very closely for what the words of the song is playing, but apparently we apparently we can hear what Sebastian's music sounds like. I wonder if it sounds like Yellow Card. How does that happen in world? I don't understand. He's (laughs) how his music's like. I guess that's an indicator of how successful his band is that they're being played on local radio. Yeah, or maybe he just like okay. He left his CD at the pizza steak. 
maybe he works at the he pizza frequents shop. it he has a friend who works and he's there. like hey here's my cd put it in the here's my demo disc. maybe somebody from yeah. Capitol records will have a slice that's be like that's hey what, what is this He's, he's not he's not as big as we think just because he in the, he's in the piece so you show. don't think it's like actually on the radio you think no it's like i think it's gotta be a cd a cd player yeah or tape a cassette a cassette yeah. tape okay mm. well we, we don't even know if that's actually true <laughs> so it's not going to be trivia uh while amanda Bynes was in boy form the cast and crew were more comfortable hanging around her they were more distant while she was herself that's very sad I don't want well, to believe that that's true. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> it's like, hey, we like you as a dude, but when you're a man of mine, it's, uh, I don't know, you're sort of weird. Uh, Very sad. Yeah. Uh, apparently, according to IMDb Trivia, this movie heavily borrows elements from the Disney Channel film Motocross, made in 2001, which is also an adaptation of Twelfth Night. I haven't seen that one. The crossover points are both being set in high school with teenagers, using a sport as a catalyst for the plot, having the Viola character disguise herself as her twin brother rather than a completely separate identity, as is the case in The Twelfth Night, where Viola is Cesario, which is the name of the pizza place. Uh, coincidentally not coincidentally actually because it's a direct adaptation uh having the duke orsino character provide lessons in exchange for help with courting the olivia character and flipping the perceived weakness of femininity in the original play into strong support of women competing equally alongside men okay uh i have not seen motocross either no well, I've got uh, the Disney Plus, so maybe we'll give it a shot. Disney Plus has all of the yeah. Disney Channel. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Vinny Jones, who plays Coach Dinklage, actually played soccer professionally from 1984 to 1999, notably for Wimbledon, Leeds United, Sheffield United, Chelsea, and Queen's Park Rangers. Did you know that? Yeah. Isn't there a statue of him grabbing another dude's nuts? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do know that he was a notorious uh, hard man, as they call him in England. A lot of red cards, yeah. a lot of violent conduct, and I think he played on the same team as uh, Gordon Ramsay in Los Angeles. Wait, like the Galaxy? Uh huh. No, 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 no. For like a celebrity <laughs> <laughs> sort of mini club team. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. That's a little. Gordon Ramsay playing for the Galaxy. That would be quite something. Uh, Another question How 2000s is the soundtrack? It's the most 2000s. (laughs) Some some stuff including on it are, as we mentioned, two All American Rejects songs, uh, one OAR song. Uh, We have an OK Go song. Oh. A slightly stupid song. I remember all, all the kids that did drugs in my high school listened to Slightly Stupid. And Shaggy has, a, has an inclusion, which, which is the sort of ultimate cherry on top of the 2000s. Was that the, was the Shaggy one when they were doing the, trying to make Sebastian Viola attractive to uh-huh. women to win over the friends? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. So, so, so on a scale of one to 10, how 2000s is it? How 2000s is it? Uh, d- nine. Nine. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Is that in the trivia? That I'm the trivia? <laughs> Best quote. Do you have any written down? Uh, I did, but I've already done them. I've so got, go I've got them. five. I've got mentioned previously. Girls with asses like mine don't go out with boys with faces like yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, very direct. Um, I can't remember who says this, but this is after uh, both the genital unveiling and the breast unveiling at the climactic soccer game. Is it just me, or does this soccer game have more nudity than most? Yep. Is that the David Cross character? No, I think it's the dad. Okay, yeah. So this next one is definitely the David Cross character. I played soccer once, or was it chess? (laughs) Yep. Uh, This is the Cornwall head coach. I don't know that's the thing that I know. Mm. Which I think is very profound. That is. Uh, But less profound from the same source. It's a scientific fact. Girls can't beat boys. It's as simple as that. Yeah. That, that's a quote. That is all I have. Anything you would like to add from your notes? Nope. Uh, just, you know, we're back. We're back. We're doing this. <laughs> season this two. Part two. Season, part, season two. Part uh, two. So, She's so the man. Know, like and subscribe. You're, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up, you know. Five stars. We're, we, we're, we're going to sprinkle on a Carter's pick at some point. So, you know, Be if you're... If you may really... involve a terrorist attack on the Super Bowl. Is it going to be Dark Knight? <laughs> is that the Super Bowl? I think so. Well, it's not the Dark Knight. Mm. So, mm. All right. Well, it'll be a ponder. surprise. Anyway... Thank you for thank you for joining us for this yeah. deep dive into the 2000, 2006 modern classic. She's the man. You know what I see when my eyes are closed? It's <laughs> you, and you are ugly. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.